This podcast is a production of Digital and Creative Media Works. To help support us, head to dcm.works to find links to our other show notes, Patreon, and merch. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alfredo's Podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. My name is David, DCM, Creative Director, Lead Writer, and I'm joined, as always, by my coast, Ben. Hello. Frank, no, I was bringing no, the energy. We're not, I, was we're doing, not. I was bringing the energy, and you we're, fucking we're come in. We're not doing that joke ever. You come no, in low-key like you're not happy to be here. Like I'm here to sell some goddamn tiles or something. Yeah, shit. man, something like that. It's a very yeah. regional reference. Most mm. of our listeners aren't going to understand because no. y'all are international. That's okay. Um, but this week, Ben, we've been. It's been films. It's been. You won't hear oh, that. It's been a week. It's been. You know. It's been video content. It's, it's been, been nothing but it's videos. Been wild. Um, and so what we've done this week is instead is I, I've done some reflecting. We've looked back on the month that was. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, I wanted to talk about. And this week, we're talking about the mechanics of Assassin's Creed Origins. So you have only sort of seen me play an I've hour like, and a bit. I've seen the I've seen the the very just fine fine film of of dust that this game has on the surface. I've nibbled the dust. I've yeah, yeah. licked it slightly. I've gone, yep, that's dust. You, and that's, you that's that about thing, my extent with the game. Did the thing where you walk through the lounge room and you like you like accidentally draped your hand across the surface and went, I gotta fucking clean like, that. Oh, man, Wiped it off and then forgot dust about everywhere, it. yeah. Yeah. It's very bad. I don't know, I don't know what the analogy is trying to do. Yeah, that was I've, the- I've licked the surface of dust that is oh boy. AC Origins. Oh, boy. Uh, it was a bad way to start the episode, but it's too late now to go back. So the reason I wanted to talk about this munch is- munched the dust bunnies. All right, let's continue. Are you sure? Because it seems like you want to. Keep <laughs> no, it's good. No, it's fine. Hole. That was the last one. Um, are you? Sh- da- well, you want me to go further? No, are you hundred percent sure hole? that was the last one. The, the dust rabbit. The, okay, the dust yeah, yeah, right, yeah. 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 I, I, I felt the joke there, and I didn't yeah. want to fucking lead you to. That's it, good. I, I, I found to. it. You well, I found it, and you realized that like I was a, like a horse to water. Exactly like that, just like in the game, but. Horses and water. Good segue. Horses and water don't work in this game. There's, no, there's some wild physics mechanics. In horses this video don't game. work, and water doesn't work. Well, the horses work a lot of the time. But, they work like cars. But you murder a lot of people when you're on a horse. Right. It's pretty good. Um. No, the reason I wanted to talk about it is I was playing Shadow of War um before this came out. Yeah. Mostly when I was on the exercise bike because it's the kind of game where you switch your brain. <laughs> you can off. just kind of brain, yeah. Yeah. Brain um, which part. is good. Uh, but the reason, and so AC Origins came out, I started playing that, and I, I made a video on it, which you can go watch at youtube.com slash DCMworks, um, but one of the things that I really liked about Origins uh, versus Shadow of, of War is it felt much more like I was playing in a world that, like, I could interact with. I, like, I, I wasn't just in it. Like, Shadow of War, you go around, you have, like, a few you, ways of interacting. You kind of just run around and kill people. You, you either kill something, or you make it kill something else, or you kill something to then kill something. like it's in, it's in the title it's a, it's shadow of war yeah, it's this isn't shadow of do other things it's it's a fairly shallow experience this in that way this isn't shadow of play your own way you can be evil or good in this right. dramatic RPG. it's not shadow of gray like it's, yeah but like don't get me wrong very well defined don't get me wrong that game knows exactly what it is but the result of that is when you're playing it it feels not shallow but like there's nothing there's no substance it's like a batman game yeah, because it is basically a Batman game where you just play as Batman, and you just go around and you do the thing. You, you do, do the, the things he things. does. Yeah, it's it's sort of it's the equivalent of like um, uh, any any sort of old action game you pick up where uh, it was very narrative based, and you would just kind of go through the different levels and be that character. Except 
it's open world and that kind of gives it this facade of there's choice, but it's not. You, yeah. you have to do the same stuff. But it's, it's, it's weirdly a role playing game, but there's just one role that yeah. you have to play. Yeah, it, yeah. No, that's exactly. It's it, it's like reading a book, but it's not fun. It's um, <laughs> like reading. A, yeah, that's the best way. Like reading a book. Shadow like, of War. Like, I like I like Shadow like of War, but it's not. You know, it, it didn't tickle me in the way that I wanted it to. And then I picked up Origins, and it blew me out of the water with the level to which they thought through some of the mechanics. So I guess the place I wanted to start with was um, whilst the game does follow the, the, the narrative structure and the narrative beats of an Assassin's Creed game, you know, there's an inciting incident uh, yeah. that causes trauma. There's an the main animus character, somewhere. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's an not, animus. It's not important. Um, the main character that you play is on a quest for revenge um, because of a past trauma, and, and you kill a bunch of Templars until you get to the top of the chain. What I like about the way that they structured it in this game is that to start with, the main character, Bayek, is actually, like, a character. One of the biggest flaws of the other games is the, is the main characters were either, like, too dour and uninteresting to, like, so I'm thinking of, of like, AC Unity, where, yeah. like, Arno is just... He's just a husk. He's just a husk. Like, he feels like he wants to be sarcastic, but he never quite yeah. is. Um, same with Elise in that game. She's just kind of there. Like, a lot of the characters in these are kind of stereotypes but not fun ones um and then you know you've got the opposite and then the actual stereotypes and then like, like actual literal stereotypes Ezio. um yeah we're Ezio, where it's like he's just an italian he's just dude. an he's just a pizza boy he just he just bangs everything and has yeah. a cool accent he's just very italian and then you know ac1 which is like drab and unpleasant to play we don't talk about ac1 yeah so that those are kind of your archetypes that are typically there and then obviously you've got uh black flag where you, edward's like an actually interesting like four-dimensional you're a pirate yeah, but he's like a three-dimensional character and he's a pirate, but then he's got these conflicting... Like, he's actually fun to play, which is kind of different. And then a- you've AC4 got... AC4 is the outlier. AC4 is the outlier. It's, it's the game yeah. where they they took such a left turn and everyone's like, yeah, just, you know, more of this. Doing and that. then they're like, no, nah, it's too, it's too it's different. Too much, too much, guys. But then even, like, you look at AC Unity and they tried... Sorry, uh, AC Syndicate, and they tried so hard to make it fun. Like, so hard to make it fun. But it was just, like... It felt so forced. You yeah. know, you know when you play a game, you can feel that the layer of the characters. You know, in, in that game, you play as the twins, um, Jacob and Evie, and they're sarcastic and they banter, but it always feels kind of forced because the game is just—you still do the same shit. You go somewhere, you kill a bunch of people. You got more gadgets it was now. Like a, it was like a bad Dishonored two. Yeah, sort of. Kind of. <laughs> Not really. Mm. Bad. Bad comparison. Let's continue. Well, yeah, I don't I've wanna... played about an hour of. Okay, then yeah, bad, bad of analogy. Dishonored two, which you can watch on YouTube.com. Dark 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 um, I, I think it's just a plug-heavy episode today, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, so you know, it, Origins is nothing like Unity or AC two. It's uh, you know it has a lot of similarities with Black Flag. The guy who directed Black Flag also made Origins, and um, yeah. a lot of his team carried across. And you can feel like it really shows. Yeah, like, you can feel that they went, let's do something. It's not just, oh, let's pump out an Assassin's Creed game. It's like, let's do something different. And like, let's actually- Even like the, the small amount that I saw, there's there's elements of sort of the, the detail and like how large the world is even mm-hmm. where it's, it's, it seems very similar to Black Flag. And it has boats. So therefore right. it's Black Flag. Well, right? and there there is also sections of the game where you do the Black Flag- boat Shit mechanic combat. stuff, which yeah. is cool. And, you know, when you do it- Do they it, actually use cannons? Like No, they have- Are they bone arrow? Oh, bow boys. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's like it's pretty cool. Um, and then you, yeah, it, it's sort of a fun. You're you're with a, I think it's like a Roman ship or a Greek ship or something. Mm. Sort of. That's when you play as um, Bayek's wife. I was gonna say there's about three hundred years between the Romans and the yeah. Greeks. So I can't remember. 
It would have been the Greeks. I don't know, dog. Oh, um, actually. No. No, what are you talking about? No. There's definitely Greek people and Romans and fucking Egyptians <clears throat> in Africa at that time. 100%. It's very much like the end of one era and the start yeah. of another. Well, Cleopatra though. is, like, just taking over. Oh, okay. It's, like, at the start of that. So, yeah, Romans. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, fucking Caesar's there, I guess. Yeah. Mr. Um, Salad Boy. Salad Boy. Yeah. Um, so, the kind of cool <laughs> thing about this game versus the others is you're not just an assassin. And that, that was one of the biggest things that, like, I totally... It, it seems inconsequential, but when you well, put it in the grand, like, grand scheme of the game, when you realize what that character is doing and who he is, it changes the game in such a fundamental way that it's, like, it's crazy to me they've never thought of this before. Well, it's, it's a weird thing where if you went from, like... If you were just presented with, if you had no sort of pre-knowledge of Assassin's Creed, and you were just like, oh, have you played the new Assassin's Creed game? And someone's like, no, I've only just gotten into gaming. It's like, oh, you should play the newest one. Play Origins first. Yeah. Like, you'd go into it and be like, where's the, where is the, where is this Assassin's Creed? Where's where is Creed? this? Where's the Creed and where are the Assassins? Because it, it's such a, like, and it's, but if you play through the games as a whole, it makes perfect sense as to why the assassins aren't it's, there anymore total... because they're the worst part of, it's like yeah. the worst part of the game they're, they're always it's always an unpleasant si- the, the the only game that did assassins right was unity because you sort of like <laughs> well, well the, that game was built as like a stealth game as well yeah it gave you what you had a crouch did you have a crouch button in unity or did you not yeah you had a crouch button. yeah you had that was like the one big thing was just like you have a crouch button now right and, and that like that sh- that made the game a stealth game, and and it had like corner cover. It was actually one of the better of the stealth. It games. was it like for, like it's, I mean I've only played like f- four of the Assassin's Creeds, mm-hmm. and it's it's not my favorite, but it's not my least favorite. Yeah, it it, it you know Origins <laughs> lent borrows a lot of its stealth from it, and it, it benefits greatly from it. But right. I think I think one of the one of the things they learned during that process of going through the other games because. Uh, the, the director, and I cannot think of his name, I should have written it down, I do apologize, but he talked a lot in the interviews before the game about, you know, they played all of the other Assassin's Creed games to death, and they went, what, what's missing? And the answer is, characters that are more than just murder machines, right? Because, well, they- you know, that, that's what an assassin is, is someone that kills, but what they realized is actually these are people with other motivations, and the fact that they become assassins is kind of tangential to their lives. It's kind of the combination of some of the things that people disliked about Watch Dogs 2. Mm-hmm. Where, like, a common trend that I've seen with Watch Dogs 2 is, like, what if they just got rid of guns? Like, Watch Dogs 2 would still be a really cool game if they just got rid of guns. Right. And, like, gave the player more stealth options. It would and make way more sense. And, like, the characters in Watch Dogs 2 aren't killers. Yeah, and it's- it's But an then inc- they run around shooting it's people- It's an incredibly good video guns. game because of the characters in the world yeah. and the way you interact with it. And it's ruined by the fact that everyone just, has a gun. You just kind of murder people. And, I get, and, like, AC Origins, they've kind of- They've been like, okay, let's make a character that isn't necessarily a killer. It is an Assassin's Creed game, so there's a bit of killing here and there. Mm. But it, it's, it's, it's not, like- there's no real disconnect because there's enough non-killing there. Yeah, the relationship between the non... Well, I'll talk about it in a bit once we kind of establish where we're sitting out with Bayek, but the relationship between the violence and the world and the way they interact together makes total sense. Oh, it makes more sense. Yeah, it makes more sense than, like, teenagers with 3D printed guns just mowing people down with, like, zero consequence. It it feels so disconnected, Yeah. yeah. Um, so, in this video game, you play as Bayek, who is a Magi, which was sort of... These were real people, by the way, Magi. Um, they, they were sort of like these, like, kind of unofficial, um, well, semi-official sheriffs. Uh, they would just kind of wander through Egypt, 
uh, fixing stuff. That was just their job. Like they were, they they would just solve problems. Well, their their job was to protect the pharaoh's interests, which a lot of the time just meant helping normal people. Right. Okay. Um. So you know they would go out to communities and help. Um, so they were just like like non-religious prophets yeah well sort of like missionaries or marshals missionaries that's the word yeah, yeah. um they would just kind of go around and fix stuff um just, and to solve problems yeah and one of the best parts of origins is you play as bayek who's one of the last magi and there is this sense throughout the game that people look to you for like genuine help like in the in the other assassin's creed games they're like jacob you're an assassin i need someone dead go, go kill a boy it. yeah Whereas in this, they go, oh my god, you're actually a Magi, I, I really need your help. Man. And it's never related to, like... Man, what, what game does that remind me of? Where people uh, are like, oh, you're, you're, you're a thing, I, I have a problem that you're good at solving. I don't know, but I imagine <sighs> in that game, they would have grey hair, maybe. Yeah, and it would it's be... Weird. I imagine that would be a really good game. I wonder where that comes from. Don't know, couldn't tell you. No. Um, but one of the reasons it works really well in this is because it's, like, the world is so vast, and from a scale perspective... Egypt is fucking big. Like No, yeah, like No, 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 but okay, but in the other Assassin's Creed games, like things are tall and things are wide and like things are divided, but Egypt is just fucking massive and it's massive and it's like in it, it's it's immensely imposing. So, you play this character who goes through this like imposingly large world solving really small problems. Yeah. And it's it, it's so weirdly rewarding. It gives you such a game feel that like none of the other Assassin's Creeds have. And I I think it's because the developers took the time to say, if you were Bayek, and we'll get to his motivations in a second, but if you were Bayek going through this world, what would you actually be doing day to day? And it's like every four weeks, yeah, you might be assassinating a Templar. Yeah. But chances are, like, you stop in a village to sleep for the night, and someone's like, hey, you're a Magi. Um, I need help with this. Herd my cattle for me. Yeah, it's a lot of that stuff. You for, know, I, for I, 20 bucks. I listed some examples. Well, they don't even pay you. You just do it. For, for 20... You don't get paid. For 20 feel-good points. You get... Well, you get, you get experience. Good point. Good point. You get experience. A little bar well, in your chest goes like... Bloop. That's the other thing I really like, is that doing quests for normal people doesn't net you money or gear. You just do it because it's a nice thing to do. Right. And that is like... But you also get experience. Well, but... Because <laughs> that's, that's the intrinsic right, reward. Right, but there's, there's enough quests that by the time you get to doing a lot of them, it's not going to net you enough experience to make a difference. Right, okay. So it is definitely like a case of you just go around and you just... You just kind of do it because it's fun. You do it because you want to interact with the world and you want to fucking help people which is a wildly like earnest way to build a video game plot but that's kind of what they've done and i've listed a few examples of some of those missions just for context sure um we talked about one of these in the video that we've done which i'm still editing um uh you you're you're uh, riding through the countryside uh and there's a group of people on the side of the road there's a woman like crying um and and she stops you and she says hey listen like you're a magi i really need your help um this area is infested by hippos and we were beset by bandits and four of our party, you know, four of our traveling family died. Um, and and, and you definitely th- have to go and kill hippos and bandits. Exactly. That's, that's what... Kill 20 hippos and get me some... Yeah. Get me five bandit skins. That, that's your sort of World of Warcraft, like, reaction. Yeah. Like, you know, triggered response to that. But this game said, you know, she says, could you please retrieve the bodies? Because at this time, Egypt is a very spiritual place. It still is, obviously. And also, the bandits have probably fucked off. Yeah, because it's don't hippos. kill the hippos. They didn't do anything yeah, to you. Yeah, exactly. And it's this, like, weird... I mean, they, sure, they, they killed your family, but, like, they're just hippos. It's and, in their nature. Yeah, exactly. They're born that way. And this comes back to this idea that, like, Bayek is, like, because uh, he's a Magi, like, he respects people's spirituality. And he go, you go and do this, and it's, like, there's no great reward. You just put the bodies you down. You just kind of do like, it, yeah. She sort of thanks you when you have a moment where you're, like, 
well, I actually made a difference in this world. Yeah. You know, I've chipped away a tiny bit at the sort of the, the encroaching I've darkness. I've completed one of the Ubisoft, Ubisoft objectives. They're actually pretty, that's a pretty good system because you get points <laughs> to buy stuff. It's pretty good. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, anyway, so no, uh, uh, I really, another good one is um, a guy uh, thinks his house is haunted. And so you literally you just, definitely have to go in and kill all the ghosts. So what you do is you go around the neighborhood and you ask people if they think it's haunted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Give me another one. I like this. Um, uh, you have to. Someone has lost a family heirloom. Oh, you got to go kill the bandit that stole it. No, you go buy a replacement. Oh. <laughs> you just you just spend some money. Yeah, well, he because he's he's afraid that his wife is going to be mad. So he, <laughs> oh fucking god! You just go buy him a new one. But he can't. But he can't You're leave. just solving domestic but, but, disputes. But he can't leave because I think his family is like. I think his parents are coming over for dinner and oh, he's got to prepare like, It's like domestic <laughs> ship. Oh, God, that's dumb. Um, one of them is uh, a child dies and the family wants to have like a, a burial thing, but they can't get the right kind of bird feather because they, 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 they can't uh, catch birds. You got to go hunt down that fucking bird. No, you just go to where they roost and you pick one up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like really small stuff like that where it's constant like little joyful surprises where you go, oh, that's like, of course. I've been playing a lot of Skyrim where a lot of a lot of objectives are completed through Oh, this has gone. And you're like, oh, where's it gone? And they're like, some bandits took it. You're like, here we what go. I'm gonna go clear out a bandit camp real quick. I think that's one of Skyrim's biggest weaknesses, but I also think that AC Origins does share that failure sometimes where every, because there's so many of those good, awesome quests, but every now and then you do there's want of, you do want to do good murder. But every now and then you're like, I don't want to have to go fucking kill another bandit camp. Right, you know? yeah. And there's still an element of that, but because of the variety of ways that you can really fuck you can with just... people in oh, this video yeah. game. Like, you could just lure a lion over and not have to fight them and just watch them get killed. That's fun. Or like, you can like just kinda... fucking, like, goddamn Emperor Augustus in the fucking gladiator That's exactly arena. what it is. Just like, yes, do my, kill him, kill, lion. Kill him. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, like you find a group of rebels and you're like, I don't, just, could you go, I don't want to, I'm going to watch. fuck up. I'm going to watch, do you mind? Fuck off. It's a lot of that. Yeah, um, right. But I think it really, I think it really works because there is an element to it and this is, it weirdly feeds into the world building where I imagine that Bayek also doesn't always want to kill people. Right. So and the role playing of the game is suited so well to the way they've made the game that you kind of end up acting like Bayek does because he behaves like you would. So like it's it's a weird feedback loop where you feel like you're role playing even when you're just being like I don't want to fucking deal with you're this right now. You're just sort of playing the game, yeah. Yeah, and it's so yeah. I- instead of feeling like you're playing the game, you just play it. Right. So is- you're not you're not sort of forcing. There's no real like sort of brain power required to play the game. You just kind of get into flow. And yeah. It happens. That's like that's like a thing with like stuff like Mad Max where. That game, it's 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 a Warner Brothers game, but still has some of the sort of density of stuff to do that object uh, that our Ubisoft games have. Mm-hmm. But like Mad Max as a human being, he wouldn't like he wouldn't give a fuck about like he wouldn't be climbing up arbitrary Ubisoft towers just for the sake of it. Like he wouldn't do this or that. He'd only do things if like if they were absolutely if necessary. there was yeah a hundred percent he needed to do it, and he'd just end up helping people along the way. Like that's what all the Mad Max it's films are. Yeah, but the game has this weird thing where they're like, oh, we're gonna give you objectives and just you just you're just do gonna it. do them. And right. it's like, would you though? Like it's just like, oh, you know, oh, I fixed the car, and now now take me to this place and max would just be like (laughs) i gotta go (laughs) see you later drive off into the distance with his doggo like that that, that's a complication though that i feel exists with all 
games that have this idea of like you have to use a tower to reveal a map space and i know why they do it i, f- I fucking hate ubisoft well, like i i get why it's because video game maps are fucking overwhelming like you open right, it up and you're like yeah. and you like nearly like die like yeah like grand theft auto but grand like, theft auto does it well you just go to the place and it opens up as you go there well like the older grand theft autos yeah. where you just got given the map oh, it makes you want to die um and like the like saints row and stuff like that I, like, I th- you just have the map at the start you're just like oh i think that origins origins does an interesting balance where you can go to a region and it will reveal the map of the region but you have to use the tower to see stuff in it like specific like shops okay. and stuff so it feels less like abusively uh, in your face about it. And if you find a location, it'll always be on your map, even if you have So it's not like, so like, like another example is like the Zelda Towers, but there's only like six of them. Yeah, it's far less, it's, it's nowhere near as not egregious. And I guess with, with Zelda Towers, like while they do, they, they primarily unlock the map, but they also secondarily as like a optional thing, you can use them as just sort of vantage points. Don't you, can't you also use them to find... Am I thinking of Shadow War? Can you find like shards or something in? Doesn't doesn't it like? What's a shard? You use your telescope or something. You can it bleeps. I can't remember. Is that? Shard? Oh, the 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 sh- the shrine tracker. Is that? No, maybe I'm th- that's just like a radar. Thing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking no, of Shadow. You, War. you just use like your binoculars to look around. You can mark points. Yeah, I'm there. thinking of Shadow War. In yeah. Shadow War, when you when you get to the top of a Ubisoft tower, um, you. I do like that that's just what they're called. That's what they are. It's... You have you have a reticle and it starts off the size of the screen and as you get closer to something it narrows in. And oh, that was in Shadow of Mordor as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's oh. like, I don't hate that, but it's just... It's a bit pointless. It's just it's just like a task for the sake of... It's just, just a, yeah, it's just kind of a thing. Yeah, at least with Zelda... Well, because with that system, we're kind of going on a tangent, but with that system, you're, you're actively told like oh like you've you've got to find one it's like okay i'm gonna find it whatever it's uh-huh. like okay there it is whatever but in zelda it's more of like a you have to like, actually find y- it yeah it's a difference between you have you have to find three find three and it's like okay whatever and it's a dumb mini game or zelda where it's just like you could stand up here and just look at things and there and it's like yeah i could actually i could stand up here and just look at things i do that a lot i could just i could oh look there's a shrine one of the best parts oh look there's a cool looking place i'm gonna mark that one one of the fuck the number of times i've been like that looks like a dope hill and i'll just mark yeah you're like i want to go to that hill that that is a buck wild like i want i want to shield slide down that hill the opposite of game of it's the opposite of gamification and it makes it feel so much more like real, like natural. Yeah, yeah. And th- that's why, like, I, f- that's why I really enjoy. Well, I mean, Zelda, like, you know, does a lot of stuff well. But I think when you look at where the industry is going, as far as like RPG open world <laughs> games, The Witcher Three sets such a fucking high standard for like role playing and storytelling, and then Zelda sets such a fucking high standard for like gameplay, gameplay, and yeah. world building and stuff like that. That you look at, okay, well, what? How do you follow that up? And the answer that Origins had was, well. We do something like that's very us. We yeah, take, it's we still take, very we, Ubisoft. Yeah, and and it, but it feel well, it feels more Assassin's Creed than Ubisoft to me in a lot of ways. Like there's all the trappings. They're of kind of Ubisoft one in the same though. Oh no, nah, because you look at you, you know, Watch Dogs and um, yeah, I guess Watch Dogs is kind of Far Cry. I think Far, Far Cry, Cry is, is the most Ubisoft. Far Cry game. is the most Ubisoft because it's an empty game. sandbox with towers. Yeah, and you don't really have choices, and they do. you don't really do anything in those games. Yeah, and that, that's why I really have enjoyed Origins. Like, and it's not just because like yeah, you get to like help people, but it's because playing as Bayek feels like. <sighs> This is going to be hard to explain, but I'm going to do my best, and I'm going to spoil a cutscene about an hour and a half into the game. As you know, if it's in the title. 
It's in the title of the thing, the title episode, we're going to spoil it. So if you don't want any spoilers for the story, get out of here. Leave. Go. Get out. Why are you in our house? Leave, please. You've been here for long enough. Yeah. Like, stealing out aircon. Um, <laughs> so the reason I like Bayek is that he is an actual character. He's not a caricature. Like, you know, he's the the first scene you see him he's, in the game. He's not. Hey, it's me, Mario. Yes. Hello, it's your bear. I mean, it would have been super hard to do that because yeah. he's African. So it would have been like oh, an yeah. issue. Yeah, it's fine. But you can make fun of Italians. That's Boy. all right. You can't make you can't make yeah, fun, fun of people from Africa. Yeah, we didn't kill a bunch of them for no reason. No. Um, but that's not okay. No. So he's actually like a character with like a. Not complex motivations, but understandable and conflicting motivations, which is something that, like, we rarely get. The The most conflict we've seen, largely, in Assassin's Creed games is, should I kill this person or shouldn't I? And the answer is usually, yeah. As I will. That's the answer. It's, there's <laughs> the no, there's answer never a resolution. Yes, like, you should. <laughs> Whereas Origins asks some more complex questions of Bayek, like, uh, should I work with this person and put them at risk from the people that I'm hunting? Should I do this quest and leave my wife for a month? Should I help this person risking these other people's lives? Should I support this politician knowing too well that they want something out of me that I can't deliver? Like, the, yeah. the, the questions posed are more interesting, not because of the questions themselves, but because of the person. So, Bayek is like... <sighs> Bayek is this guy who he's caring, he smiles, he laughs. Like, he's, he's quick to laugh, but not in, like, a sarcastic, sardonic... Tony Stark kind of way. Right. But in like an earnest way, like he really likes kids. Like he likes children. Oh, that's um, nice. And like he, he, he lost better than kids. I think literally every, every other. Yeah. Actually have kids. Are there kids in any other Assassin's Creed game? Well, kids play a big, well, there's your brothers in AC2, but they get killed immediately. That, that doesn't, and those, they're, your, they're, they're teenage. I'm the talking, of... I'm talking kids. Not really. Like kid, like kids just running around in the open world. I couldn't tell you. I don't think I know, there's none in two, there's none in four. Children play a really heavy role in this game because the impetus for... So ba- basically, like, to, to cut the plot of the cut start the of cheese. the game short, um, Bayek is a Magi and uh, Ptolemy is taking over uh, Egypt and Ptolemy has this kind of order of people that work for him as they sort of <coughs> subvert Egypt, Egypt's culture and they kind of oppress people. And so Bayek being a Magi, they want to, they, that's, they started systematically killing the Magi. They want to murk him out, yeah. So they capture uh, Bayek and his kid and his son. Um, and, you know, uh, Bayek's son is, he's really quite, you know, they're tied up and the son manages to like grab a knife from one of the guards and <coughs> gives it to Bayek and then the guards come in and Bayek sort of grabs a knife and, and you know, like instead of an action movie style thing, um, you know, he, he's trying to drive a knife at this guy and the guy's holding him off or whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, And it's this really tense moment where you're like, oh, it's kind of a cliche. And then the guy just steps to the side and Bayek falls forward and stabs his son. Oh, fucking goddamn it. it. It's like, why are you standing there, you dumb boy? Yeah, it was. it's like, shit. Like, it's like a real, like, <laughs> oh, fuck. So then what you've got is this guy who was like this nice, loving, caring person suddenly, like, driven to killed violence because he killed his own son. That's rough. And so there's this conflict between I'm doing it to get revenge for my son, but I'm still a fucking Magi. Yeah. I'm still going to help people. And that conflict is so interesting because, you know, he's like a, you know, he's, he's fun. He's caring, but he's also this vicious murderer. Like he loves his wife, but they've also spent the last five years systematically killing people. Like it's this complicated dynamic. That means that when you go out into the world as Bayek, you feel like when someone asks you for help, even if it's just out of guilt, you're like, I you're like, I really got to do that. Yeah. I got to make up for all the stuff I've done. Yeah. You know, it's, and maybe you'll make the world a better place for it. So, I don't know. To me, that 
it, it it feels like the world is so much more well considered with the gameplay, not just one or the other. Like Unity was very much they spent so much time on the world, but the gameplay didn't really mesh. And then you know Unity was like we spent so much time on trying to get the gameplay working that we forgot about the story Did and you the say world. Unity book. twice. I meant Syndicate the first time. Okay. I honestly always call Syndicate you mix Unity them up. You've mixed them up this time. entire fucking episode. I'm pretty sure. I don't, dude. It's hard to say. <laughs> Go back and edit them. Go back. Oh, here's a clean take. Unity. Syndicate. S- oh, Syndicate. Syndicate. All right, good. Um, <laughs> no, it's, I don't know. T- to me, there's a level of complexity there that means that when you play the game, you do get into that flow that you need to for a role-playing game to feel like you're immersed. Like, you know, when I'm when I'm riding from place to place in Origins, I'm not dropping on a podcast to, to kill the time. I'm, like, listening to the world, and I'm looking around, and I'm using Senu to kind of... <sighs> Look around. And fucking, also, fucking on drone that, eagle. On that fucking note, drone eagle. On that note, I've, I'm on record on this podcast before, before the game came out, saying how dumb that fucking bird fucking is. Fucking drone eagle is so it's dumb. One of the best features of the nah, game. That's fucking stupid. No, fucking no, he, no. Here's why. Goddamn drone no, eagle. Shut the fuck up. Here's why. Okay. No, here's why. Here's, here's why it's the best repla- replacement for eagle vision that's ever been. Oh, for I mean, it's literal eagle vision. It's better than I mean, yeah, old eagle vision. But the reason it works so well is that. There is something weirdly awesome about being a bird in the sky, just like looking at shit. Yeah, but you're a drone. You're not a bird. You're a drone. <sighs> that you're straight up a hovering. That is that drone. is less obtrusive than you think it would be. Right. It, I I was expecting it to be like it'd oh. probably be worse if you were constantly moving. I get that. Yeah. But well, it's- no, I I was expecting like to play it and be like, this is an annoying feature I need to use all the time. But like, you don't use it that often, and when you do, it's for like ten seconds tops. Right. Like, it's yeah. it's a part of the game that you go. I would prefer if it wasn't in the game, but the way they've implemented it doesn't feel as egregious as I expected. Okay. And it also adds to the sense of Bayek is the kind of guy who has this eagle that follows him around. He's trained really well, but he's also the kind of guy that, like, he doesn't really care about the bird that much. Like, it's an interesting dynamic between them where he sort of treats the bird sometimes really well and sometimes really badly. Right. But it speaks again to, like, this character is more than one dimension. Yeah, and that that's the thing that I think makes those stops feel like I don't. This is the weird thing, right? Like, and this might be a good place to end. But the weird thing about this video game is when you're in it and you're in that flow, and someone's you're you're doing a quest, and someone says, "Hey, please stop! I need your help." You don't go, "I'm gonna hold the A button and keep writing." You go, "Oh man, I gotta stop." Yeah, and that to me speaks to a level of craft and and of integration of like the gameplay system with the world building and the characters and that whole system that. Clearly, they 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 saw all the parts of Witcher Three that were working, and they genuinely understood why The Witcher Three was enjoyable. And I think if more game studios spend the time that Origins did, they do take the year off. They do spend the time to actually develop it. We're gonna get more games like you this. Get, that, you get decent sequels. Yeah, and this feels How like amazing. This feels like a benchmark. Like this feels like in the same way that The Witcher Three was a benchmark. For this like, this feels like an achievable benchmark. It's yeah, it's is, an achievable triple A AAA industry benchmark. The Witcher Three is so incredibly good. No one else can do that. No one else except is, for them when they do it again. No one with, else is CD Projekt with, Cyber, right? with uh, Cyberpunk. Exactly. Yeah. Like no one is gonna be CD Projekt Red. It's not gonna happen. But what you can do is go. Okay, well, Assassin's Creed set the industry AAA benchmark for RPGs that are pretty good and achievable. And achievable. And it's also just as a side note, it's an amazing looking game. That looks really nice. Yeah. Like it just and it's stylish. It's not like oh, it's realistic. It's stylish. It's like a watercolor painting. There's a few moments where you'll be sort of riding a boat through a, a, a tiny sort of lake 
um, through the heart of like a wetland and the sun will be going down. And it's like God, it's like gorgeous. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Like it's such yeah. a beautiful video game. And it's one of those things where when I play it, it, it really does feel like we've hit a point where sometimes with enough time, AAA games can, can't be as good as, as, as the kind of industry breakout hits from people like CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Um, but it's that time of the week, Ben. Got any recommendations for this week? Uh, Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim for the for the new Donk City Switch. Man, I've been going hard on that shit. <laughs> it's a it's man. It's, it's a, extremely good. Fuck me, I never thought I would spend eighty dollars on Skyrim and then enjoy it. I mean, I really like Skyrim in all its forms, but oh yeah, but our screen is now sideways. Just that's for anyone fine. At home it's all right. Um. I fuck with that game so hard. It's so good. I've it's it's sort of re it's the kind of, like this is the time when I'm gonna go through and like play the whole game, smash Skyrim. I think like I, I had that with New Vegas, and <laughs> now it's happening with Skyrim. Yeah, it's no, happen. no other Bethesda game has happened with. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for the Fallout Four. It's not gonna happen. I'm waiting happen. for Fallout Three. It's, it's not gonna happen. happen. Uh, it it happened pretty early with. Uh, New Vegas because it's a great game, and now I'm. Skyrim's I guess I'm getting happen. it with Skyrim now. So. It's extremely good. I guess I'm. I guess I'm going through iteratively. It's New Vegas, Skyrim. I guess then I'll eventually do Fallout Four. Damn. Maybe when like two more Bethesda Damn, games Fallout come out. Fallout bad. Um, uh, I've been watch. I've, I've watched like the first two episodes of The Punisher. It's really good. I watched the first two episodes of Mind Hunters. Oh uh, yeah, I did see that one on Netflix. Is yeah, that really good. It's. Dialogue is stilted. The acting kind of sucks, but I do actually enjoy it. I think Interesting. Yeah. You like the premise. Uh, the premise is really the. It's like some of the episodes are really like I'm two episodes in, but like some of the um some of the threads that they pull are like really really cool. It's like set in the seventies, and it's basically just like before criminology acknowledged the elements of psychology and sociology mm-hmm. that were important. Yeah. It's just like it's it's an FBI agent who is trying to like. He's trying to, like, fight against his, like, very conservative, F, like, boss who's just like, ah, oh, psychology is ac- and academics are all bullshit. And mm-hmm. he's, like, he's trying to, like, bring more, like, smarts in. And there's, like, okay. clashes because he's an FBI agent and, and everyone in academics hates him because it's the 70s. Yeah. It's a good show. And there's so- also, like, references to, like the manson family and all these other like oh, okay. serial killers so very much the- in your space oh it's all i'm all about it it's, very it's good. what i'm confused by is why you still haven't watched stranger things but that's neither here um that will happen you in- gotta it- fucking do it sure. jesus christ i'm sure it'll happen eventually um also the other thing that i've been checking out is um i was re-listening to vice quadrant by sleep power giraffe and i bought their latest record oh they have a new one it's very good oh uh, fuck i need to it's listen very good to it. we'll do an episode on it it's Damn. very good it's not Damn. as good as it's nothing will be as good as Vice Quadrant, but it's pretty good. Vice Quadrant was a goddamn masterpiece. That's like a, a piece of art. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing I was gonna recommend was now I've forgotten and I fucking stalled the ending of the episode awesome. to do this, and I'm still fucking treading water. What the fuck was it? Twitter. Uh no, it was the um <laughs> it wasn't Twitter that I was gonna recommend. Um No, I've been watching a lot of YouTube because I've been doing a lot of stuff. I'm super busy, so YouTube's just like kinda always on. Yeah. Um Nerdwriter's latest video is fucking dope. Oh, uh, yeah. Check on the, that out. On the topic of YouTube, I've been watching this guy called Nakey Jakey. Mm-hmm. He's a funny boy. That's a good name. Check his shit out. He's yeah. very he's very entertaining. Excellent. He's Oh, man. Well, he's just, he's good. That's your recommendations for this yep. week. But Ben, it's that time. Where can people find us? Twitter. At DCM underscore works. Facebook. Facebook. No, it's DCM works social on Facebook. <laughs> I know how uh, this works. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube.com slash DCM works. I also recommend with the YouTube, James and I currently have a series called Hat Boys, 
Uh, it's Hat, one every fortnight. Hat Boys. And it's it, Hat Boys. And what it's we. We play the Mario. We play Mario Odyssey, and but it's. Man, it's wild. But it's the two player. And it's we play co op. The 2 2. Which is extremely fun. So yeah, I've, I, have, I haven't even touched it. I, I need so to play good. it with someone. Oh my god. I might play with Laura, because I've finished yeah, Mario Odyssey. You gotta, so you gotta fucking play Go back dog. and play it again. Um, uh, Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash DCMWorks. If you are a Patreon um, who is paying more. First of all, thank you. Yeah, it's well. Uh, thank you, Patreon. Uh, Second of all, continue. Thank you. Well, thank you, patrons, this week, and we did it. We did a Twitter post, but like seriously, like you guys are the best. You know, like it's like it's you. You see all the dumb stuff that we make, and you go, yeah, that's something for me, and I we fucking appreciate that. Yeah. Um. As always, we recommend if if you do want to support us, um, chuck in like a buck a month, like any any. Chuck us a dollar. We we'd much rather a dollar for a year than 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 twelve dollars for two months. You know, it, it really helps us. The consistent income helps us pay for service. I think I think monetarily wise. I mean, listen. There's a reason. Twelve dollars for two months is. I'm not a good businessman. Arguably better. But no, well, but you know, first it's about it's about sustainability. Long term, yeah. yeah. And and what I care about right. is that you know we we can keep uh, the the servers up for the podcast and we we can keep doing interesting different stuff for you guys. So yep. I, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, Interface part three is up now. Woo! Um, it's fucking Ooh. spicy, so yo. Part three. Part three is up. Oh, I'm, I'm I keep like I keep trying to remember. That's what. that's the one with the whales where you uh. kind of swim down. Um, Spoiler alert. Well, there'll, there'll be a trailer for that going up sometime soon on this podcast Hell feed. Yeah. Um, So fucking keep your eyes Man, out for uh, that. that. That series is... I fuck with I It's fuck so with that good. So Part 4 is up in about two weeks. I just have to actually yep. start editing that one. Um, They take a lot of work, so I appreciate that you guys have patience with that. Um, If you are a $6 plus patron, you will get, an, you will get a message this week from me, probably by the time this goes up, if not before Monday, um, with instructions on what to do to how to get your Patreon-only free T-shirt. Oh, right. Um, T-shirts. So, so you'll get Wear one Wear us on your chests. Wear us on your chest. But if you also just want to buy a T-shirt, uh, you can go to redbubble.com. To also wear us on your chest. People slash DCM works. Uh, and we've got a few designs up there. Uh, I personally recommend the pocket tee that Ben's rocking. It's a very good look. It's pretty low-key, too. People don't know you're a massive nerd. People, yeah, like, I walk past people and no one they looks don't know. at me. Because it, it looks like an actual business logo. Because we yeah, have an actual business fantastic. logo now. Um, so go grab that. We have a, we have some other kind of fun shirts there as well. But as always, anything you do to help help the show really does make a difference. Tell a friend. Tell your nan. Tell your dad. Um, but as in always, that order. Well, not nec- no in that order. Preferably if they're standing next to each other, be a okay. conversation. Yeah. Um, actually, something that I was going to mention. No, no, because th- this this was the thing I was going to end on this week. More outro. I just remembered. <laughs> right. Um, I'm putting something up next week on the website dcm.works. We've just refurbished it. Um, I'm putting something up on the website next week for a way for you guys to submit some feedback about the show that I'm really fucking excited about. So I'll be posting on Twitter about that. So make sure you follow us there at DCM underscore works. Um, cause I'm super stoked about some possibilities with some, you know, user integration with some topics and some, stuff. So. Some interaction. It'll be great. But as always, yeah. I'm at DCM. I hate pie. I'm at literal citrus. I'll see you guys next week. It was probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as fuck. It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, going. we did. There was a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. We're stinky boys now. We're, we're sickly boys. I've never been so sick in my entire Sickly boys for the baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-baby-ba
<laughs> yeah, make fun of the pig with the stutter. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jeez, man. Mm. Fucking old stuff. Isn't it bad? It's real bad.